educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Well, welcome. We made it to Friday, boys and girls. It wasn't easy for me. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but uh, here we are. Welcome. Welcome aboard uh, to the Friday Afternoon Club uh, with Chef Kevin Shin, who's standing by. And, uh, you know, we're going to, as you might expect, uh, we're going to tell you about our Ireland trip uh, today. And I think we've got some special guests that are going to join us here and there. And, uh, uh, so yeah, we'll have some fun. 508 on Friday, August 4th, uh, Friday afternoon. Let's get this weekend started, shall we? And, uh, say hello to Johnny Cadillac, producer extraordinaire. I mean, you were saying you didn't think you were going to make it here to Friday. I really didn't think I was going to make it to Friday, <laughs> but here we are. It's Friday afternoon club. And of course we are here ready to have a damn good time. Yes, exactly. How are you getting on, Johnny? What's that? How are you getting on? <laughs> There you go, Danny. Chef. How are you getting on? Yeah, well, pretty good. <laughs> I borrowed a few um, sayings. Yeah, um, yeah. We learned some things. We, we learned a thing or two. We did. Yeah, uh, the dialects uh, in Ireland uh, depend on where you're at, and uh, of course, uh, where people are are from. Uh, just like you know, here in the United States, you've got dialect changes. So, uh, and it's really bad when another Irishman can't understand another Irishman. <laughs> I don't understand a fucking thing you say. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, yeah, we did have some fun. Yeah, so we're going to tell some stories. And if you'd like to join us, uh, 402-479-1400, text us, call us. Uh, we'd love to We'd love to hear from you. Uh, and remember, catch us anytime if you missed the live version on, on your favorite podcast platform or just go to klin.com and... Uh, and find us on the Twitter and the Facebook. We love to have the conversation uh, beyond just this hour. We only get an hour with you every day, and so you can check us out on the Twitter and the Facebook and follow along. So, well, Chef, uh, I don't think it's a big mystery of what we're drinking no, today. No, let's crack one let's open. Let's crack yeah. one open. Um, of course, we're, having, we're going to have a Guinness. Uh, and uh, if a true Irishman was here, he would not be drinking this out of the can. No, no. 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 Um, wouldn't do it. And in fact, even uh, in a pub, I was sitting next to a gentleman and, you know, talking about local lore and Guinness. And, and he said, no, I won't drink a Guinness outside of Dublin. No, I won't do it. I don't know what they do to it out there, but I ain't going <laughs> to drink it. And so it's it's a religion. It's oh, a yeah. real thing. Yeah. So, uh, but we're, we're, we have the second best thing here, and that's in a can. Yeah, it's in, in a can. Nebraska. In Nebraska, but uh, who knows. Well, uh, this is a good time to bring on one of our first guests, uh, uh, Carrie Knight uh, from Portland, Oregon. Carrie, you with us? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, my friend. How are you getting on, Carrie? Excellent. <laughs> oh, getting on just fine. <laughs> so, in case you missed it, uh, Carrie was one of our traveling partners to Ireland. Carrie's longtime friend of Kevin's and a little shorter fr- time friend of mine and and, uh, and of course the Shin family and uh, Carrie met us in Dublin uh, and uh, all the way from Portland and uh, but Carrie you and I got to go to the Guinness uh, plant we did we saw the Guinness storehouse it's, a, it's probably one of the best tours of how beer is made and it's just incredible I mean it's an, it's like an old warehouse that turned into a four or five story uh, place that you can go see all the different elements, and the the favorite part for me a lot is the advertising. They have a whole floor with all the different ads they've used 
over the years, and it's just amazing the the messaging and all those things that they've done. It's just crazy. Yeah, it, uh, it was a great a neat, tour. It's a neat experience. What an outsider really doesn't quite understand is that um, Guinness isn't just a beer. It's an identity. Mm-hmm. It'd be like if the Nebraska Cornhuskers were a beer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that kind of social, cultural uh, experience, and everyone uh, loved Arthur Guinness because he took care of his employees. Well, in and yeah. I learned this, and Carrie, you'd been there before, but in 1759, Arthur Guinness signed a 9,000-year lease on the St. James Gate Brewery in Dublin, and that's where we were. So, hey, cheers. Yeah, you go, John. crazy. And- you know, similar, Kevin, to are we, I know there's a story we heard of a, the Maytags in Iowa. The first thing that uh, Guinness worked on was the water. He realized we got to get clean water to the people that live near here. So you think about that. Like, that's how he started was getting a clean water source for the people of Dublin. One of, and, and it's just, I, you just kind of love that community. It's bigger than beer. It's like we got to find a way to get people healthy. This is just amazing. And he was one of the uh, front runners of a pension. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, that's why so many men wanted to work for Arthur Guinness because he took care of his employees. And and women wanted to marry a Guinness man because (laughs) they knew he was going to be, you know, taken care of financially. Well, it was fascinating. Well, if you're just joining us, Carrie Knight, all the way from Portland, Oregon, who who we were all in uh, Ireland last week. And of course, Chef Kevin Shin, because it is the Friday afternoon club. We'll get your weekend started for you. But yeah, give us a call 402-479-1400. If you've got a, uh, an Irish story to share with us, because we're going to share a, a story or two, uh, here today. Um, and, uh, well, Kevin, and, and keeping with this, uh, you know, and somebody asked me, uh, what did you do? And I, it, no, somebody said, in fact, I was just walking from my office uh, back to my apartment and they said, yeah, we saw all your Facebook posts. Looks like uh, you did quite a bit of imbibing you know, of alcohol. And it's like, well, we did things other than drink. Yeah, yeah. Um, we just didn't have our camera with us out on the other times that's right but one of the and and we mentioned this when we uh when we went live from belfast last friday a week ago uh, which was 11 o'clock at night <clears throat> and uh but because kevin of your trips prior uh and carrie as well uh we knew what to do ahead of time and we had, you had made connections right, right. uh i want to rewind a little bit to my origin story of travel. Mm. I think this sets it up a little bit. Uh, it was my father who instilled in me the value of travel when I was a freshman in college. I had a friend that was, um, his parents lived in uh, Honolulu, and he said, you should come stay with me during the summer. And I said, okay. And I told my dad about it. I said, I'll buy the ticket, and nice. you, you take care of the rest. And and he he knew that, there's value in getting outside of your state, and, and but it happened because of connection there. And so, fast forward now, many years later, there was a connection made two and a half, three and a half years ago when I was planning a trip to Ireland. A uh, fellow chef and culinarian said, "Oh, you should meet my friend Eric. Uh, I mean Liam, and um, I, I, you would hit it off." And so, long story short emailed back and forth, made the connection, found out where he lived, and I show up and I, we look at each other like, 
are we related? <laughs> Brothers. Yeah. And so so we he shows me his cider operation. He takes me to the pub. And we walk in. And Liam, is this your brother? And even his friends thought we were related. And, and by the way, folks, uh, go to the Facebook page. Uh, go to the Dan Parsons Facebook page. And the post I just uh, uh, posted a few minutes ago uh, is a picture of Kevin and Liam. And, and yeah. see if you agree uh, that Liam looks like Kevin's this is brother. The Irish brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we had a great uh, time with uh, Liam and uh, at the Irish Craft uh, uh, Cider, and his his company is uh, Legacy Irish Cider, uh, and uh, you brought some home, I know. Yeah, kind of hidden away. Yeah. Um, but it, uh, yeah, Liam is, uh, what a great dude and everybody knows him. Oh, right. We, we yeah. go out to the pub and yeah, like you said, everybody. And the town's not that big. Yeah. <laughs> but Liam is big. <laughs> yeah. yeah big was. personality. Yeah. Big, big gentleman. That's right. Well, hey, uh, let's take this short little break. Carrie, if you can hang on, if you're not uh, doing too much, we'd love to continue the conversation and folks, uh, uh join us, uh, if you can, 402-479-1400. We'll take this quick break and be right back on 1400 and 99.3 K-L-I-N. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 K-L-I-N. And folks, we're having fun already on a Friday afternoon. We hope you are on your trip home and hope it's been a good week for you. It's uh, been a busy one for me coming off on vacation, but uh, I hope you'll indulge us uh, a few more minutes as we uh, repeat uh, our wonderful trip that we had to Ireland and um, uh, Kevin and his daughter Claire went to Iceland and and I spent a few days in Amsterdam and so we're just uh, Carrie Knight all the way from Portland, Oregon is on the phone with us and Carrie uh, longtime friends of Kevin and uh, and mine as well and we met uh, in Dublin and uh, had a good time and Carrie I must say uh, and we've mentioned this many times uh, on the trip, uh, you get the prize because you, we had a rental car and uh, <laughs> you were kind enough to uh, keep us alive and drive on the wrong side of the right side of the road for them. So uh, that was it was harrowing at times, my friend. Yeah, I, it, you know the road. It, one thing about it is the cars are smaller there, but boy, they don't have a shoulder. I don't know if you've noticed that. There's several places you're driving past trees and bushes that are on the road. <laughs> so it was a little hairy coming around turns and seeing a, a lorry, which is a, is a semi, but a little smaller than a semi, barreling towards you. It's, it's a little terrifying. And that's, Definitely. That's side road either. Kind of get your drive legs. It, it, it was fine after a little bit. After maybe half a day, you kind of figure it out. It's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I was... had to keep Kevin from trying to shift. He kept trying to reach for the gear shift and shift the car. Yeah, yeah it was not an automatic car either. I'm, I'm sitting <laughs> in what fi- what feels like the driver's seat, so uh-huh. I'm instinctively <laughs> just reaching over. Well, yeah. and yeah. what one of the other uh, adventures we had, Carrie's a big uh, fly fisherman out in uh, the Northwest, and uh, uh, Carrie lined up a fly fishing uh, tour for us uh, with some guides and. All of us went, and uh, my goodness, the scenery. And like I always tell people, uh, the worst day of fishing's better than any day of working. And uh, but you, but Carrie did catch uh, some fish, and uh, the rest of us uh, didn't. <laughs> I think Kevin caught a little. Oh, that's right. I know, beg your pardon. I caught yeah, one. Yeah, I beg your pardon. Yeah, yeah. Caught, yeah. Caught, it doesn't matter the size. No. Yeah. yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, it was. And, you know, it's one of those things that it was. Uh, 
just, I just, there's something about being in a river and Kevin wanted to experience nature one day. And I was kind of like, is there anything better than actually standing in the middle of nature? So it, it did, it wasn't that difficult to figure out where to go and who to call. And, and I'll tell you, it's a, it's not expensive in Ireland. Yeah, it was, yeah. If anyone's fly fishermen here, they probably listening go, yeah, I know what that usually costs. Well, it wasn't the same at all. Uh, so it's, it was a really good experience. I'm glad you guys jumped in on that. Uh, there was a couple of fish species that we have, not to go too far into it, that we have here in the States, brown trout in particular, that aren't actually native to America. They were brought over from Europe. So it was fun to oh, catch okay. a brown trout that's native to its land. So that was kind of cool. So. Well, well, Kevin, pick up on your connections with Liam. So then Liam, uh, the cider, uh, craft cider maker, uh, led us to another gentleman. Yeah. So we were, we were sitting uh, with Liam uh, after his... Um, tour of his cidery and a um, little pub, his favorite pub called The Local in Dungarvan in the city, town square. Which is near Cork. Uh-huh. And we started asking him, uh, hey, what should we do tomorrow? Because our plans were were uh, canceled. Our, our tour that we had originally had planned, we didn't get on the list. And he says, oh, let me let me see. And so he gets his phone. He says, "Oh, I'll call Johnny. I think Johnny is doing a tasting tomorrow." So he gets him on the phone, and they and he starts. They t- start talking to in- each other in such a thick Irish. Accent. We couldn't understand we couldn't. a damn thing they and then, said. And then Liam is the one who said, "I couldn't understand. You, you can't understand him." And so we can't understand him. So he sets us up with a personal tasting. At the Barra Distillery. Barra is a peninsula. Uh, it's right below Kerry, which you may have heard of, the Ring of Kerry. It's about a, I don't know, several hour drive around uh, mountains and coastal area. He's, he said, I recommend taking the Ring of Barra instead of Kerry. Much smaller, just as beautiful. And so we, we ended up there. And uh, Now, I'm thinking Johnny is like a hippie. Yeah, because the way Liam described him, it's and like, they'd known yeah. each other for years, yeah, and they'd yeah, been on these yeah. drinking adventures yeah. together, and yeah. Yeah, so he, you know, he's like really into, into whiskey and gin, and I'm thinking, man, this guy's got to be an Irish hippie, right? So I walk, we, we get there and walk in, and there's this man that looks like a Nebraska hog farmer. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. Yeah. you know, he's just kind of very ordinary. Got a, got a plaid shirt. I yeah. think he's got Wranglers on, and yeah. and he said, "You're the Americans," and I said, <laughs> "We are, Johnny. We're the Americans." So he brings us in to uh, to his little operation, and they are now trying to kind of expand their operation. Yeah, it was like in a strip mall, equivalent yeah. of a yeah, American just, strip mall, yeah, it was just, just a nondescript not, building, yeah. and, and and so this was a friends and family tasting. To practice or to experiment, what would it be like to, for us to do begin to do tastings? And um, they've not been in business, I think, maybe since 2017. Yep, yep. So they make they make a gin and they make an Irish whiskey. But I was most fascinated by their gin because uh, it's four distillates, four separate distillates that are blended. He said most most are one and done. You just dump it all in and out. Um, out comes your gin. This they 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 distill four distinct uh, um, profile flavor prof- profiles out of very distinct botanicals. One of which is 
uh, sugar seaweed, and seawater. Yeah. The only the only gin in yep. the world that yep. has those. And you, you would think it shouldn't have that salinity in it, but I don't know if it's psychosomatic or something. It was amazing. It tasted like the fresh ocean air. It was yep. amazing. Uh, Barra, B-E-A-R-A Distillery. Again, that's up on the Facebook post that I did a little earlier this afternoon. And that you can get in the States via... Uh, Irish malts. Oh, you can. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, the the gin is not expensive, but the shipping is. Well, and Carrie, uh, you are a fan of uh, whiskey, and and you brought some whiskey home. You did some shopping for some whiskey, uh, several places. Yeah, I I I just try to find things that you can't get here, or like Kevin said, it costs as much as a bottle to get it here. So I like to find uh, like some of Barra's. Irish uh, whiskey it was delicious. It's good in their gin. I brought some of that back. There's a distillery named Dingle uh, Distillery. Dingle's over in Cary, probably about two or three hours from where we were, and it's just it just has a special place in my heart. And I was able to find a couple that I hadn't. Uh, you can't find anymore here at all. Even in the in the beginning, I couldn't even find them here when they came out. So it was great to be able to find a couple spots like that. And you just have to ask around, and and you find stuff that you can bring home yeah well one of the things before we go to our bottom of the hour break here i wanted to uh because i tried to describe uh hurling uh to jeff mall yesterday uh from visit lincoln uh because we were and talking it's not about a binge you. drinking game no it is not it's a different <laughs> kind of hurling hurling with an h it can be. well yeah. it certainly could be and so uh we, we stumbled onto the national champion hurling uh the national hurling championship uh, not physically in the same stadium, uh, but in the town. It, it, well, it was being played in Dublin uh, between Limerick and uh, Kilkenny. And so we we walk into this pub. as Every man, woman, and child was in front of a television. It was like their Super Bowl. And so I was trying to describe. So, of, of course, uh, Jeff Mall yesterday asked me, well, can you describe uh, what hurling is? And it's like, uh Nope. I can't. <laughs> um, it's like uh, baseball and hockey, maybe put together. I don't even know lacrosse, baseball, hockey. Yeah. But there's a uh, that you can hit people. And yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, right. But you use this uh, this ash wood stick um, called the hurley to hit a small ball called a scimitar, I think, uh, between the opponent's goalposts. Uh, either over the crossbar or for one point or under the crossbar uh, for three points. And uh, so anyway, that's the uh, brief description. But, yeah, people were glued to the team. It was like their Super Bowl. Yeah. And we just stumbled onto I, I, Dan, it. Dan, I think I think the thing is if you drink enough, you don't really matter what's <laughs> happening on the field. Is what I can tell is that people didn't really seem to know exactly. They just knew the color of team that was winning. I think uh-huh. that's what it really yeah. comes down to. And we were a little worried that maybe we were wearing the wrong colors. But, yeah. uh, where, where, yeah. where were we? We were in Cork. We were in Cork. We were in Cork. Yeah. At I think they were the Cronin yeah. pub. Yeah. So, yeah, we did We did the, the tour. We want to get the music later. Uh, we want to get, we're going to have another guest call in here in a little bit, uh, one of our other traveling partners. Uh, so we'll get to that after the, after the break uh, at the bottom of the hour. And, uh, 
uh, and and I don't know if we'll have time, but uh, the Belfast, you know, after uh, after Claire left, uh, Kevin's daughter, uh, the boys were on our own, and we went to Belfast, and uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that as well. So, well, uh, if you'd like to join in the conversation, we'd love to hear from you, 402-479-1400, talk or text. Uh, but we'll take this uh, news break uh, and come back and, and regale you with some more uh, stories from Ireland. So we'll be right back after this on 1499.3 KLIN. Educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Indeed, uh, here we are. Welcome back to the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin and Carrie Knight on the phone. And uh, Kevin, what was that little ditty? Oh, well, that ditty is uh, affectionately titled Old Man Dan. There you go. So uh, <laughs> uh, I thought it would be appropriate, but uh, that's actually, it's an Irish song, but uh, from a band called The Elders that are uh, based out of Kansas Absolutely. City. Absolutely, our friends, the elders. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Ian Byrne is the Irishman that's the kind of the lore behind all the lyrics, and the, uh, I've known them for years. And I was the self-appointed restaurant sponsor yep. for that band. Yep. Anytime they, they came would, to town. Anytime they, they came to town. They, that they, wee little place yeah. over there in the Haymarket. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, welcome back. Uh, if you missed the first half of the show or anything, uh, you can always catch us on your favorite podcast platform anytime you like or just tune into klan.com and do follow us on the facebook and the twitter uh there is a facebook post up that i uh, uh placed a few uh, minutes before airtime that uh, talks about some of the things that uh, that shows some of the things that we're talking about from our trip to ireland uh, last week and uh and coming up on monday's show hot news with flatwater free press uh, nebraska's very first nonprofit newsroom uh, of course, Matthew Hansen, uh, editor of uh, Flatwater Free Press, always joins us. And uh, we're bringing back for the third time uh, Natalia Amadari. And uh, the, the, the fun keeps happening uh, in Seward County. As you may recall, uh, Natalia uh, broke the story several weeks back uh, that Seward County, it turns out, has the most civil forfeitures of any county in Nebraska. Uh, if you're driving through Seward County and uh, you're carrying cash and you happen to get pulled over, uh, that cash may not go home with you. Uh, legally obtained because there's suspicion that that uh, that may be involved in some illegal activity. Well, her second story uh, from just a couple weeks ago, uh, there's now allegedly some of that money is missing. 
Well, her latest story that posted just yesterday that we'll talk about on Monday, uh, Georgia, the state of Georgia, fired a state trooper uh, for conduct, and that former state trooper in Georgia is the person who is leading Seward County's Homeland Security Task Force. It's in charge of the uh, civil forfeiture program in Seward County. So this story just keeps getting more bizarre and more serious. And so anyway, uh, we'll visit with Natalia uh, Amadari and Matthew Hansen on, uh, on Monday. So join us for that. Well, uh, joining us uh, on the phone is our other travel partner, um, Claire Shin, uh, daughter of yes. Chef Kevin. Claire, how are you? Doing great. Yep. Token millennial um, calling in. <laughs> I will say, um, as I was dialing, I realized I have never actually called into the radio, which I think <laughs> gives me another badge of millennial honor. So. <laughs> Well, Claire, uh, I can't tell you enough. I know I said this to you privately, but uh, for keeping all of us uh, old guys in line. And uh, but when you finally left, you we we relieved you of your duty, and you flew off a few days early because you had some business back uh, here in the states to take care of. And uh, so the boys went to Belfast, and all hell broke loose then, Claire. <laughs> As I expected, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Claire, it was such a delight to have you, and it's such it's so great to see you interact with your dad, and, and I know you guys have traveled before, because last year you guys went to France uh, together. We did, yeah, it was a blast. It, um, I was actually looking back through my camera roll yesterday. Um, I love to um, make a little scrapbook after all my big trips um, and just have a physical you know, documentation of it. Um, and I found the picture you took of us watching the Tour de France in an Irish pub. Um, so we were getting the full right. European experience. Uh, but yeah, that was a, that was a blast of a trip last year. Um, so yeah, it's just a ton of fun to travel with my dad. You know, he's a chef and so I never have to worry about what to order. Um, yeah, I just, I'm along for the ride and I love it. Yeah. Well, we had fun. It was, uh, and we did, I mean, we did ever, we did the bike ride, uh, we did the fishing trip. You did all of that and you did it with a yeah. smile on your face and, and it was, yeah, to take care of us, uh, uh, us old guys, uh, you did that. And so what were some of the highlights for you, Claire? I mean, uh, aside from taking care of us. Right. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you know, Canada offshoot from Ireland, um, yeah, my dad and I were able to do a stopover in Iceland um, for the first couple of days of our trip, and that was incredible. Um, yeah, just the, it, it was almost the land of fire and earth, you know, the first day we got to um, go see their active volcano there, um, and, you know, the landscape is it's just all this brown volcanic rock, and then the next day, you know, it's completely opposite. It's all green beautiful waterfalls. We went to the black sand beach. Um, so that was, you know, really incredible just to spend time in nature there. Um, but you know what, as, as crazy as it may sound, I love my time, um, with the three old guys, um, <laughs> in Ireland. Um, I don't, it's hard to, it's really hard to pick a favorite, but, um, yeah. like you were talking about earlier on the show, I think just all those special candid moments that, you know, just, they just, came out of the blue, um, out of our connections there in Ireland were so great, you know, being able to 
see Liam's distillery and hear about his dream for growing it and, yeah. you know, seeing, seeing the plot for the new apple orchard was really, really fun. Um, yeah, just driving to the edge of the ring of carry, being able to just breathe in that fresh air and, uh, be out in nature. I've, I've been to Ireland before, but I've never been to the South. And so it was just so great to be able to see all the beautiful landscape there that I think you think of when you think of Ireland. Um, but it was amazing to be able to experience that firsthand. So really, really special. Claire, describe uh, the gap or Healy Gap. The that. Healy Gap. Um, so this was Benny's. Benny's suggestion, huh? Correct? Yes. Yeah. So Benny's our Airbnb host. He was great. Um, owns a sweet little um, house by the sea that him and his wife, um, you know, started as a B&B. So, um, yeah, we go up to Healy Pass. Um, we're driving through all these switchbacks. Fortunately, I think none of us um, are prone to motion sickness. <laughs> Otherwise, that would have been quite the interesting drive. Um but yeah, we're we're able to go up there. There's sheep everywhere, um, kind of wandering around. Um, and Benny's dad had put up um, a monument up there, so we went up there um, to see the monument. Um, and that's where you can kind of have the overview of the Ring of Kerry. Um, but he told us, um, and I'm not going to remember all the you know correct details of the story, but um, it connected the two counties of was it Cork and what was the other county? Do you remember? At Cork and uh, was it Kerry or Claire? It, yeah, it, we'll Google it later. <laughs> uh, but it, it connected these two counties that were previously separated. So they had the ceremony um, where when someone passed away, they would carry the coffin up this huge hill um, and then they would pass it to the people in the yeah. other county and then they would carry it back down. So, I mean, and I'm sure you'll talk about this, you know, with your trip to Belfast of, um, you know, it was cool to see the, the ways that Ireland, you know, in ways that were previously broken, um, you know, the people came back together um, in this point of connection. So it was just really special, really beautiful um, place to spend time. Yeah, we're visiting with Claire Shin, daughter of Chef Kevin, who is our traveling partner at uh, uh, on our trip to Ireland. And uh, Carrie Knight on the other line is our driver and com- travel companion. And yeah, Claire, once you left us uh, and we spent three days in Belfast, oh my goodness, what a time did we have. Oh my goodness, yeah. Yeah, the, there's a story that your dad started to tell off the air that... Uh, <laughs> I, I will keep it off Yeah, air. we'll keep it off the air. <laughs> Once I got the text, hey, Claire, um, I was dancing in a pub tonight with a woman with a wooden leg. I just knew. There you go. <laughs> I knew you there you go. Okay. <laughs> it's, not, it's not private anymore. There you go. Uh, and, and I do have a, you know, because, Claire, I was the unofficial photographer and videographer for the trip. So you damn right yes. I got that on film. Uh, so anyway, with, uh, uh, we're going to need to take a quick break here, but... Um, Claire, thank you so much. Thanks so much for your companionship, and it was just a great trip. So uh, we'll do a little bit more of uh, Old Man Dan here to take us out. Uh, We'll be back uh, after this quick message to finish up here on 1499.3 KLIN. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 
KLIN. Well, this is the way to start your Friday uh, here on the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin. Thanks for letting us uh, do the entertaining part of the Dan Parsons show. And uh, so thanks for putting up with our uh, stories of of travel and lore. Uh, They're famous. Hey, Dan, are you up yet? Uh, I'm barely up yet. Uh, yeah. How are you getting on, Dan? How are you getting on? Yeah, Johnny, we were having a, had a text uh, exchange, and, and Kevin forgot uh, that everybody was uh, was on that, and he was texting me the next morning, hey, you up yet? And uh, Johnny, it was, what time would that have been back here, Johnny? It was a uh, seven-hour difference. I'd so have to look, was, but I'm actually going to look now because yeah, so, I'm curious. Anyway, so, uh, well, uh, don't forget, uh, you can always uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook. You get to see some of the photographs of some of the places that we've talked about here today if you're interested i know uh, uh robin eshelman caught me in the hall here earlier today after her show and and uh, they're going to ireland uh, i think next year and so she wanted to uh, to get some tips and and so uh, yeah follow us on the facebook and the twitter uh if you miss anything you can always uh, rewind on your favorite podcast platform or just go to klin.com coming up on monday's show hot news with flatwater free press uh, Nebraska's very first nonprofit newsroom. And Matthew Hansen, the editor, will be with us. And uh, so will Natalia Amadari, uh, her third uh, trip uh, to the Dan Parsons show, talking about uh, the, some of the uh, shenanigans, if you will, or some of the questionable activities uh, uh, with the Seward County uh, uh, Sheriff's Department and their uh, civil se- seizures. And the civil forfeitures, excuse me. And the latest update is that a Georgia uh, law enforcement uh, state trooper was fired from his job uh, based on conduct. Uh, and this person now leads uh, Seward County's Homeland Security Task Force, uh, which has been questioned about uh, uh, some of this activity with civil forfeiture. So don't miss that on Monday. But uh, back to the entertaining part of the Dan Parsons show. I know everyone's been on the edge of their seats. 3.26 a.m., Oh. Saturday morning, so I was just going to up? bed, oh and goodness. I was like, who is texting me at this? And I was like, Kevin! And I was like, oh, it's a group text, like, forget this. And that was, I think I put my phone on silent from that point, because I didn't want, like, more conversation in there while I was trying to sleep. Luckily, there wasn't any more conversation. No, I, I, I made sure that <laughs> yeah. Kevin uh, knew that yeah. this was uh, not no, the channel he needed group. to be on. So, uh, well, Carrie Knight uh, from Portland, our travel partner and uh, a longtime friend, uh, is still on the line. We appreciate your time, Carrie. And uh, uh, so let's finish the show talking about how we finished our trip last week, uh, which was just a very memorable, historic trip to Belfast. And... Um, so, Kevin, maybe set this up, because you, we're in a different part of Ireland by right. the time you get to Belfast. Well, I um, when I was there in 2020 and the pandemic hit, I, uh, I had to cut short my trip, which was the Belfast portion. So okay. I had always wanted to go back there, and so this was really important to me to finish that out, and um but it is a yeah it's it's not a part of the republic of ireland it's part of the uk and um so different currency and also immediately you will notice bushmills yes in the pubs yeah. not jameson uh-huh because bushmills is made in northern ireland and it's a considered a protestant um product and jameson is of the republic and so uh you can still get jameson but it's still it's just very touchy uh, and it's it was wonderful to understand that part of culture. Yeah, and it was. And so we did uh, take the black cab tour, and Carrie 
uh, I think all of us were just amazed at it was emotional and and so maybe Carrie talk a little bit about that and and it was just the three of us uh, in a black cab uh, with a driver who Stevie Stevie was very knowledgeable and it became more and more evident through our tour of why he was so knowledgeable about uh, the troubles. Yeah, I, I don't know why it's always intrigued me so much that the troubles. Uh, I, I remember reading some story in seventh grade about the snipers and the Northern Ireland. I have no concept of what they were really upset about, but it's been something that that is just I've been really interested in. Last time I was there uh, in 2018, I was able to go to Derry, where an incident called Sunday Bloody Sunday happened, or mm-hmm. Bloody Sunday. Um, and armed paratroopers, English paratroopers, killed a number of, of Irish, uh, of Catholic, I should say, um, uh, people. And it's just one of those things. That it, it's like I just can't imagine. Like, still to this day, like they really do not like each other. It's a Protestant. It's on sectarian lines, so it's Protestant Catholic. But even what Stevie was saying, it's no longer about their faith. They see their identity as Protestant or Catholic, so it's not about church or the teachings or anything. It's just they have so set themselves apart, even to the point where to survive, they built what was that a fifty-foot wall, three mm-hmm. miles long between neighborhoods. And even to this day, even though there's a peace accord, there are gates. There were seven gates on that road that close every night at seven p.m. and open every morning at seven a.m. But there's one that has not been opened even till today. To this day. So, yeah. yeah. So even though we can say it's peaceful and they get along, uh, they still close the gates. <laughs> you know, they still don't. And like Stevie said, if you were a Catholic, you could walk through a Protestant neighborhood, but you couldn't stop to shop or stop at a pub or anything like that. You'd want to move along. So just the division that's there uh, based upon really identity. Uh, and and probably 800 years of of in you know ingrained things into those two cultures, but it's really sobering when you when you see the wall that's been built around neighborhoods. Um, and I think one of the biggest phrases we heard we, we noticed there were a lot of British flags on the British on the uh, Protestant side. We didn't see any Irish flags. And I think the quote that we all really liked that he said was that the Protestants have to show their identity irish know their identity yeah yeah to prove it to anyone i I think there's a lot to be said for that well Um, yeah and how um universal that is you know we mm -hmm. the more insecure i think i am the more i feel like i need to defend and show and and promote my identity rather than feeling it deep within and that was very very evident on those two sides yeah. yeah. Well, and the hotel, the hotel that we stayed is thirty bombed, the most bombed hotel in the world, thirty-six times, and that was because of the media. That was the media hotel, and so they wanted to make a show of it. Uh, but it's just amazing the amount that this city went through, and then you you get there, and even though the walls are up, you do see advances. You do see things changing. Like we, they showed us a gate from two years ago that. You couldn't even see through the gate, but now you can see through the gate. So even in two years' time, they've advanced. So who knows what what holds the next ten years? We we try to try to find out from Stevie, but yeah, it's just amazing to see uh, how that can be built up. And and not to get too political, but I think that we all kind of saw echoes of that in our own 
society right now, how mm. some identity is being involved in <laughs> politics. It's kind of worrying, you know, like where, where are we heading? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I want to see walls built down O Street to divide, you know. What the what red made, team and the blue team. Yeah, yeah. what made Stevie yeah, our, yeah. What made Stevie our tour guide so uh, important was at the end of the tour, he asked us, now which side am I on? Yeah. And yeah. I was paying attention, and he always said we. He never said they. And so yeah. he asked us, and we kind of hemmed and hawed and guessed. And so he pulls out a picture of a young man in a protest with a fence post trying to jam it into the track of a tank. And he yes, said, it was, that's, that's it was him. 18-year-old me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so that gave so much more context of what he was saying. He lived this he lived it. Yeah. conflict, and yeah. what yeah. it just there was also this chilling sense of could we go there? Mm-hmm. Could we? Yeah. you know that How kind of away? anger, that kind yeah. of hatred, yeah. that kind of yeah. so. But to see what they've been able to overcome is is pretty special. Yeah. Well, Carrie, yeah. uh, thanks, Amazing. thanks for uh, thanks for the friendship. Thanks for the great. Uh, camaraderie on this trip and uh, thanks for taking time to relive it here a little little oh, bit sure. a little bit more coherent than our last friday afternoon club <laughs> the only thing i want to say real quick to sneak in is i think we could remove the unofficial tag from dan the photographer if <laughs> yeah. you guys look at his pictures and i'll just say that well, i don't want to use a selfie stick but if you go on a trip bring <laughs> someone who's not afraid to use a selfie stick because those pictures are amazing and dan's not afraid to use a selfie stick that's right so, yeah, yeah i'm telling you his pictures are incredible well you're and, kind uh, so i i appreciate you being the the photographer the the keeper of the memory for us so yeah it well was it was a joy kevin you've got a word for us right and it's fresh travel is disruptive as is any endeavor meant to amplify the music of the soul. Mm, that's beautiful. Well, friends, thanks for uh, indulging us in our travel stories. Uh, well, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Come back and join us on Monday, and uh, we'll go out with a little bit of Old Man Dan. Enjoy your weekend Cheers. here on 1499.3 KLIN.